Did you know that the shepherds were the first people in Luke's gospel to glorify God? The first people. The last verse in our gospel reading, Luke 2.20 says, And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. Glorifying. Doxazantes. Greek word for the day. Glorifying. Doxazantes. During the last four weeks of Advent, we omitted the angel's song of glory from the divine service. But it's back for Christmas. Thank you so much, Beverly, for getting us through that. And uh, sorry I didn't give you a heads up last night. Things got a little carried away, and I didn't have a chance to talk to you about it. But the angels always give God glory. That's just what they do. The first time mankind, people, glorify God is when the shepherds return from seeing the newborn baby Jesus wrapped in swaddling cloths lying in the manger, as the Lord had made known to them through the proclamation of the angels. So after they confirmed what they had heard with their eyes, and how fitting this is, this is when we bring back the Gloria for our service. The angels brought the gospel message of Jesus' birth to the shepherds, and then they glorified God before they went away, we're told. And the shepherds received that gospel message, acted on it in faith, and then after seeing the glory of God incarnate, lying there, as was told them, they glorified God, doxazantes, as they returned to the field. When the gospel is received, the only response is to glorify God. You can't help it. It just makes you want to glorify God because it is such good news. We have a Savior, that our sins have been forgiven, that we have inherited life eternal. What great news that is. Glory be to God. The shepherds are a great example for us to follow. One, because of their humility. But on this glorious morning, as we celebrate the nativity of our Lord, these humble shepherds preach to us. They preach both the law and the gospel for all who hear their story. To this end, Luke 2.20 is our sermon text. And the shepherds returned glorifying doxazantes and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. I want us to notice the word order always important. Every little detail is important in scripture. And the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as they had been told them. Heard first, then seen. St. Luke is emphasizing something for us. The word order is important. God sent his messengers to the shepherds the same way he sends messengers to you. Messengers, another Greek word for you. Angelos, angels. The Greek word angelos means messenger. That's all it means. We think it means some heavenly being with wings and you know, harps and glowing and nice looking and all that. No, it just means messenger. The Greek word angelos means messenger. To use both for the heavenly sort and for the human kind of messenger in Scripture. The shepherds got the heavenly sort. You got 
Well, me. <laughs> a human type. Both types of messengers, heavenly and human, <clears throat> proclaim the glory of God. Jesus Christ, born into the flesh to live with us and to live for us, God incarnate, to bring on earth peace among those with whom God is pleased. Luke 2.14. The shepherds heard the Christmas message. The Christ, the Messiah, the Savior had been born, had been born. And he was lying in a manger, wrapped in swaddling cloths, already lying there. This gospel message was punctuated by the angelic choir singing, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace among those with whom he is pleased. Peace among you, with whom he is pleased. You who believe in him. You who hear the gospel message and act on it. Who listen to the word proclaimed and believe. When the angels went away from the shepherds into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And notice the details there too. They heard the angelic message rightly. Not as words of the messenger. It wasn't about who was delivering the words, but as words from the Lord sent via messenger. When you get a Christmas present, do you really care whether it came UPS, USPS, or FedEx? No. You care who sent it, right? Who did this come from? Not who brought it to me. Well, now, when the nice UPS guy drops it off in the middle of the rain, you may say thank you and give him some sort of respect. But ultimately, he didn't bring you the message. He didn't bring you the package. The sender did. I don't bring you a message. It's not my words. I'm the UPS guy. That's it. I'm simply the messenger. The shepherds heard the words proclaimed by the messenger and said, as the Lord has made known to us. God's word. This is how we are to listen to pastors. It's how we are to read the Bible. They are the messengers of the Lord. He uses to bring God's word to us. When we hear the words proclaiming the birth of Christ, the birth of Jesus, and we believe those words to be true, we can attach our amen to it. Those words, when we hear them, when we do like the shepherds and we glorify God, we are doxazantes, glorifying God in our words. But when we hear God's word and we don't act on it, when we don't believe what his messengers say to us, but ignore the proclamation, then the shepherds' faithful doxazantes, their glorifying reaction it condemns us and it shames us because they were faithful. They, they did that in their lives. Now it's about what we do in our lives. They believed and they acted. They heard the word and they said, let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste, the gospel reading says, and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger. And when they saw it, 
they made known the saying that had been told them by the angel concerning this child. Well, we knew to come here because the angel said it happened. Really awesome. And Mary treasured it up in her heart. The Lord gives each of us, each of you, the same opportunity to react in faith all the time. Now that Jesus has been born into the flesh, and since he lived for us and he died for us on the cross and was resurrected for us on the third day and commissioned his ministers, his apostles, and then the pastors after them, and even you to your neighbor to spread the good news, he comes to us through the preaching of the gospel. He comes when even the littlest among us tell our neighbor, Jesus was born for me today. This is his birthday. That's what this is about, is my Savior was born. When we hear it and we we get to respond to it. So the question for us today is, do we act like the shepherds? Are we listening like them? And are we believing like them? And are we acting with haste like them? That's the question for a Christmas morning like this. When you hear about sin and salvation, about repentance and redemption, about confession and absolution, baptism and holy communion. When you hear about these things, do you respond rapidly in faith? Does the proclamation of Jesus' birth by one of the Lord's messengers move you to want to see what has been said? Do you want to be baptized because you've heard that baptism saves you? Do you want to confess your sins, all of them that you can think of, because you've heard the Lord say, through his messengers, that if you confess your sins, God is faithful and just to forgive you your sins and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. 1 John 1.9. When God's pastoral messenger speaks the Lord's words of institution, pronouncing the true presence of Christ's body and blood in, with, and under the bread and wine of Holy Communion, do you say to yourselves, Let us go up to the altar and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us through his messenger. Well, if not, don't panic. Don't panic. If not, simply repent of your unbelief. Repent, my friends. Repent of not believing like the shepherds. And believe like the shepherds. Repent and be baptized if you haven't been already. Repent and be absolved again if you have been. Because forgiveness is yours. Every single day, forgiveness is yours. In the words of Cousin Eddie, it is the gift that keeps on giving all year long. Is this too many National Lampoon vacation? This is the second one in two days. Is that allowed? I don't know. The Lord keeps on forgiving us. So much better than the Jelly of the Month Club. As often as possible, repent. Ask your Lord for his forgiveness every day in your prayers and know that the Christmas miracle happened for you for a reason. Jesus was born for you to forgive you of your sins so that you would have a Savior and you would know you have a Savior. And come weekly to this assembly. Come 
Be gathered around with other Christians, around the pulpit where you hear the word preached, around the lectern where you hear it read, around the font where you remember your birth into Christ's body, and around the altar where you receive once again, like we said in the children's message, that smallest package that delivers that biggest gift. Forgiveness of sins, life everlasting, and salvation from our enemy. Believe the miraculous words of institution. We're about to receive that gift once again. When you see it, you will be like the shepherds wanting to make known the saying that has been told to you. That is, you will want to tell others what the Lord has told you. That you are forgiven of your sin. Or as I like to say, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, right? You're forgiven. Merry Christmas. That's what's merry about Christmas, is I'm forgiven of my sins. That you've been given salvation from your enemy. That you've been made a child of God by the child of God who was born this Christmas morning, Jesus the Christ, the Lord who is with us. And then when you return from the communion rail, you will truly be like the shepherds, as we heard. And the shepherds returned from being at the manger with the Lord in his presence, glorifying doxazantes and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. Glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace among those with whom he is pleased. Peace among you. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard and keep your hearts in Christ Jesus to life everlasting. Amen.